Ben's always ready. He he has the little keychain hook over there. He's gonna just pop yeah. the bottle. Good to go. Wait, are we live now? Uh, yeah, I think I think it's close to live. Is it? Is it fully live, yeah, Louis? Oh, I just turned yeah. it on like ten seconds ago. Oh yeah. What up, everyone? I see you on the phone. Whoa, whoa! Try not to burp in the mic. Why not? Because I don't want to dirty the mic. Yeah, it's kind of courteous, I would say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Aaron. Thank you. Thank you for not burping on the mic. Oh, no, dude. I'll deep those this, this thing later for you. <laughs> Ain't the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you at Max's right. <laughs> I'll see you by the dumpster, bro. <laughs> hey, what's Yo, up, Smoke Dog? Fucking hey. Yeah, we got a full house here tonight. That's what I'm saying. So, Good to see you, man. Chill. Oh, you want to start us off, big? Me? Oh, man. Bruce, I, th- I think it's your turn to start us off. My turn? This is season finale. <laughs> season finale. Make Fuck, it count. Fucking A. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight we're tuning in with the homeboys right over here. We got myself, of course. We got the homie, Vic. We we got fucking Louie in the back. And you guys present yourselves. Well, my name is Aaron. I play guitar for the band Arugula. I'm David. I play bass and sing vocals for Arugula. Arugula, like the plant? Yeah. Whoa. Straight like on. The leafy green arugula. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good show. Yeah, cool so cool thank name. you guys for coming through and kicking it. Oh, yeah, dude, finally. Yeah. Thank you for having us on here. I know we've been trying to make it happen for, like, fucking forever now. <laughs> How many <but> reschedules? Not... <laughs> oh, man. Well, two at I, least. I, I don't even want to think about that first reschedule where I remember me and Brucey, we were sitting around just hanging out, and we're like, hey, can't wait to have you on the podcast soon. Yeah, dude, it's going to be great. Oh, yeah. That's tonight. What are you talking about? Because <laughs> we legit thought it was a completely different day. We legit thought it was a different day. And then Louis like, well, did it hit you up? I'm like, nah. And they're like, oh, it was today? I thought it was a Wednesday. Nah. I was like, oh. That was <laughs> supposed to be like a Monday episode? Yeah. Nah, nah. I was like, well, fuck us, right? Yeah. We were legit talking about it like the day before. Yeah, like we were all super stoked. Like, see you on Wednesday. And then, uh, yeah. And then it was supposed to be Monday. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm glad we made it happen now. Like, like, I've been listening to your guys' podcast for a minute now. I remember when it, like, just first started off as, like, a soccer podcast. I was like, I don't know a thing about soccer. I don't want to listen to this. Like, like I just know you because you, you're my boys from high school and everything like that. But as soon as you started branching out, going more towards, like, the, like, music and arts and everything in Oceanside, becoming more of, like, a general Oceanside podcast, I'm like, I can get behind this. I recognize a lot of the people going on here now. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Thanks, bro. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, it started with some of my soccer homies. And I was like, fuck it, we need to do some more music, more local shit. It's and a good that's, transition, that's too, because the name Kick It, you know, you can just, like, kick back. Yeah, that, that was... So it's got the, that vibe to it. Yeah, it was, it, was a, it was like a play on words. We're, like, kicking it, and then, yeah, like, you dude. kick a soccer ball. Yeah, like, you're kicking a soccer ball, but also <laughs> kicking back and hanging out with the homies. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, big time. That's just crazy, man. Like, fucking, I went to school with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, like, right before we started the live stream and everything like that, everyone's looking at David and being like, you look familiar. I ne- honestly never thought I'd see you guys again in my life. Hey, you know, yeah. cheers to that, though. Yeah, hey, cheers. for real. Cheers. cheers. Guys. Hey, great episode over here. Oh, yeah. It's a good season finale with us over here. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which by the way, yeah, it is our, our last season, our last episode of the last season. Episode. I feel honored. Yeah, man, me too, bro. Puts it's... a lot of pressure on me. I don't want to fuck up now. Yeah. Oh, don't worry, bro. Those Look, are usually the best episodes. There's going to be a lot of fuck-ups down the line. Don't worry about it. Just go with the punches. <laughs> oh, dude, go with that, the punches. Well, that's pretty much what we do every time we're on stage. got to improv it, man. Oh, yeah. If you fuck up, you got to just pretend. Oh, I didn't fuck up right there. I meant to do that as I'm like still gotta trying make, to plug my guitar it, back in. Like it's on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you look at your band member, they're just like, 
Yeah. Oh, dude, <laughs> I, dude, I've gotten those eyes. I've got those we, eyes. We all know what the fuck happened, mm. but we're trying to make play it off like nothing happened, you know? Well, if the crowd doesn't know, it's not going to exactly. hurt them. Exactly. Yeah. That's what happened at our last show, dude. Holy shit. I yeah. had a horrible experience with oh. for one song. Well, I don't, I don't, like I said, I don't think it was horrible. That's what, that's exactly what it is, you know? Yeah. Cause I'm sure you guys know, like, you've talked to plenty of musicians before where it's like, musician, like, an artist is the biggest critic of himself. And Always. so, and so Definitely. there was one section of the show where David sang a note. And as far as I know, like, I'm worrying about the drums, I'm worrying about the bass, David's singing's good. And after we get off stage, David's like, I hit this one note so bad. I just butchered it, bro. <laughs> and I'm just like, it's horrible. And I, I don't know. I guess no one could tell, but hey, dude, I took it with me. And <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> no, that's good, dude. Uh, I gotta hold myself to a certain. So do you guys? Well. Do you guys still remember the the gig or the day that that was? Or, or oh yeah, it was just uh, the many gigs you guys have had. It was just uh, last week. Uh, we played at yeah, <laughs> it was just last week. Yeah, it was just last week. Uh, to be fair, it was the first show that we had played in over a year and a half because okay, COVID. Uh, COVID you know, shit. like we uh, like when COVID started right in March of like 2020, we had just played one show and we were booked to play at different places all up and down the coast. But then like as Things started shutting down and we're like well we're not gonna play anytime soon we played one time for fourth of july in 2020 and that was our last show and then we played last saturday on the 21st i think it was the 21st down at poor house and um it was our first show in over a year and a half and we had one practice like we were just kind of like shaking off the rust uh shaking off the rust seeing if we were still like able to like kind of deliver pull it pull it out of our ass basically but i feel like we did a great like like I give us our, our, ourselves a B plus. Yeah. No, I mean we did great. It was just one specific part that I feel like for myself, you know. <laughs> no, but Poorhouse is a great place, dude. Like the energy there is always, it's, it's always awesome. Uh, everybody shows a lot of support. Uh, and I, I know they just remodeled, so I'm not too sure exactly how the the new stage setup is, but I've heard good things so far. I am in, I'm in love with the new stage setup, man. New stage setup is awesome because before the remodel, Poorhouse they had like a little six inch riser where like yeah, we remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah we know. <laughs> yeah. Like like you're on a little six inch riser that was like probably about like ten square feet, so all you guys are just clumped up on the on the stage and everything like that. But they really upped their game. They actually gave the sound booth like their own like front like, of house. Exactly. Yeah. So the guy yeah. can actually get good levels on everything. They actually raised the stage more than a foot now. They had these great lights too, dude. Like it's like poor house was good before, but now I feel like they are, they're actually like being like, all right, we're, we're known as a music venue. So come on through and play as they many invested, shows. They definitely invested in the music side, which is good to see because Oceanside doesn't have very many venues for musicians to play at there's a couple like it's the coast highway got larry's beach club poor house moose lodge sometimes mm-hmm. host venues whenever they feel shows, like it whenever they feel like it right <laughs> yeah the moose lodge yeah. does get like that yeah, yeah. like but, they uh they moose lodge is good like they're more consistent than a lot of other places i've seen around like north county though with what like playing shows at least moose, moose lodge still plays shows mm-hmm. Like I'm, I miss Boar's Crossing. They used to play a lot of shows back in the day. Boar's is dope. Oh, yeah. dude, yeah, you remember? Yeah, yeah. Boar's, Boar's, Boar's is great was the spot. That was the spot above everyone else in North County. Boar's had it. They had a fucking like 
two three foot riser oh dude he was like it was like four <laughs> feet tall dude i remember i had to like get a running start if i wanted to get on stage yeah, dude, it, was a, it, it was a huge stage that bro. and the sound the sound guy wiley fucking oh, kick he ass was, dude shout and, out to wiley bro and yeah. they had uh i forget the dude's name but they had a guy doing custom light light shows too he had a light mixer and he, they would be custom lights for the whole show as well so dude, that's dope and it's cool because we played there often for my other band red wizard and so they started to recognize us and like know our sound and so the lights got better every show and you know more in tune with our music and our our performance on stage this fucking this is the spot dude oh yeah i think they're still doing stuff but they don't focus um they don't focus on like rock and roll anymore no they do a lot more um like they'll have djs there they DJs, have a lot of yeah, DJs yeah i have seen DJ a lot of djs scene. on uh, uh boys crossing now yeah it's a right. damn shame but for now poor house has got the reins Mm-hmm. Feel like oh big time. I mean, unless you want to go to Encinitas, but that's it's a little far. Booze Brothers. Yeah. Oh Vista, yeah. Vista. I mean, they, oh, they yeah. still get down. Aztec, I think. Yeah, Aztec, Dave and Nail, Booze Brothers. Those are good spots, one hundred percent. But the thing I dislike about brewery shows, where it's like, it's like breweries will let anybody play there, but as soon as like you want to kind of move on from that next level of like, hey, we'll take a spot at a brewery, where it's like you know, there's no cover charge unless you set up specific events and everything like that like there's not a lot of other like legit venues like like down in san diego for example the tower bar the till two club the uh you know soma and everything like that the the the, the, the thing i dislike about playing a lot of brewery shows is that it's a really great uh entry point for bands to start playing to learn how to play to crowds but at the end of the day breweries don't care about bands they care about selling their beer they care about selling their food and everything like that Spots like OBC, they will put on great events and put the artists forefront, but they're the exception to the rule. Other places like Black Plague, they do a great fucking job of making sure that the bands are center stage, actually having a dedicated stage. But a lot of other places see the bands as afterthoughts. Meanwhile, like actual venues, like, well, like the other spots I was talking about, mm-hmm. they, um, they're few and far between in San Diego now. San Diego, it's, it's hard to be a band in San Diego now compared to when it was like five years ago. Well, that is true. Mm-hmm. That is fucking true. Yeah, interesting. Hey, shout out to Elias Martinez. Oh, you got comments already, yeah, Louis? Saying hell yeah, kicking Ew. with the big dogs. You already know, oh, man. Uh, Thank you. But uh, shoot, Jeez. man, let's, let's get back to Arugula, man. How did you guys link up? How did you guys start the band? Shit. <laughs> We've been playing together for a while. Well, even before that, me and David grew up in this. Uh, even our other uh, our other buddy, Corey, the drummer for the band, we all grew drummer. up in the same neighborhood. So, like, around, like, that Fireside, Paula area. Mid-Valley, yeah. Oceanside. Yeah. So, we all grew up in that same area. So, like, even growing up, like, you know, nine, ten years old, I'd recognize David because he was, like, a friend who went to school and everything like that. And then in high school, like, I remember he was a senior, I was a junior. We were both starting to learn how to play. Like, me and him were like, Yo, you like music too? Mm-hmm. I like music. We should start a band. Yeah, so this guy lives like right around the block from me. No joke. Like he lives. I can walk no, to I'm his sorry, house in a couple minutes. It's not and, that bad. And the uh, the drummer Corey Ciota, he was he also lived walking distance, seriously, right around the other block from Aaron. So we all like lived in the same neighborhood, but we never really hung out until after high school. Like I'd drive by Aaron's house. And I'd see him in the guitar, I mean, in the garage playing guitar. And I'd be like, oh, this guy, like, you know, that's like, hey, you like playing music? Yeah, I exactly. like playing music. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't until after he got back from uh, service in the military that I was just like, hey, dude, like, let's jam. 
like let's actually start jamming you know oh yeah because um as long as i uh, as long as i've known david he's playing in, uh played in the other band called red wizard really kick-ass like heavy metal band dude i've been one of their fans for shoot since we were in high school since 2010 since i graduated was playing with uh started playing bass and then red wizard shortly after you know and so i've been i've been you know fans of his forever and then one day out of the blue david kind of like just while i was playing uh, guitar in my garage david just comes up it's like hey man you want to jam sometime i'm like yeah, man, that sounds pretty cool. Oh, right, I'll be right back. Let me go get my bass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he he comes through and he uh, he's jamming bass with me. We're having a good time, just kind of like fucking around. I think it's like, all right, fun. Like, you know, it's always good to have musician friends like that. And then David's like, I really want this to be something. I'll keep you posted. And then he, um, our buddy Corey, that David also knew uh, outside of like our neighborhood, but just because Corey also played in other bands. Corey mm. used to play as the drummer in another really great Oceanside band Sick, called The Great Electric Quest. Band. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah. So he's the original drummer for the Great Electric Quest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. So, and so David, he he was the mastermind behind the whole project. He wanted to do a project outside of Red Wizard, mm-hmm. and it was originally a funk project. Like we were strictly gonna be like funk and jams and grooves and stuff like that. That's crazy from from hard rock to just uh, doing funk. Huh? Yeah, because yeah. you know that was like I don't know. That's kind of where I started up old school funk. And I got into like Funkadelic and all that shit and fucking just the bass was always into it. Um, oh, oh, yeah. We were, we were talking about how we wanted a brass section, a yeah. hand percussionist, a keyboard. We were dude. all about it. Yeah. And so we were, <laughs> uh, we were trying super hard to get this, you know, just this mess of musicians to start this whole 12 person band with. But the more that me and Corey and David jammed, the more you realize why, like, guys, like, like we, it's going to be us. Like, we sound fucking good together. Like, why are we going to try to like complicate things? Yeah. And so that started in about like 2015, 2016. Was, yep, that's when I was uh, around the time I was living at the Twin Oaks house, right? That's right, yeah. And so since then, like, they're, they're always like, I remember we spent about three years where it's sporadic, like, hey, we'd practice hard for two months and then not do anything for another eight months. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just because. If you want to find somebody unreliable, find somebody who has, an, uh, has a musical instrument, you know? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> nah, Damn. Dude, it's, uh, it's, you, it's, you got to, um, what is it? Enjoy it while it's going good, you know? Do you guys like to partake on this? Oh, I'm got, fine on that. Thank I got you. my for own. Sure. Yay. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cheers to everyone else. Yeah, well, that, that was really cool of you, David. Like, I, I, I don't know for, for what reason, but I figured right now that, like, if you hadn't, gone to your house, grabbed the bass, and uh, kicked it with fucking Aaron in the garage, it probably would have never happened. Like, you no, it been, wouldn't have. You would have been like, oh, yeah, we'll jam some other time, and that, that, that fucking other time never comes. Oh, no, yeah, if you... You could all be more right be, about that. If you leave it be, it, it might not get done, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, well, that's the thing, too, as a musician, where it's like, oh, somebody else is serious about this? Well, hell yeah, that's what I've been waiting for, because how many times has a musician said something along the lines of, like, yeah, I'd love to collab with you or or like another artist or another somebody like that where it's like, yeah, this is sick. Let me get in touch with you. Let me do this and that. And then you'll hear back from me. And then it's like, yo, dude, you left my message on red. I haven't heard back from you in two weeks. Yeah, they get your number. They got you on Instagram and yeah. they never fucking get back. At you. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, but but David is a guy who will like go out there and be like, oh, if if like I want you to do something, like if I want to do something with you, I'm going to make it happen. He's not going to. He's not going to wait on me to come around and be like, yo, David, you still want to do that? Well, it was like he had that spark, too, and that's what it takes. Like, you got to have that fire within yourself to want to do something. Definitely. That is true. He he was, like, already playing, jamming. He wasn't involved in any bands, 
And so I'm like, dude, like you got to get in a band. Why don't you be in my band? <laughs> and I was, I was just at that stage of where it's like, yeah, I'm not doing anything else right now. Let's going to do it. Yeah, yeah dude. Dude, it was it a is, different time, man. It was a different time back And then. have you guys had any uh, problems trying to, like, when you guys jammed? Did, was it, like, the chemistry, was it immediately, or was it something you guys built out throughout the years? No, I think it was immediate. Oh, yeah. It yeah. was uh, actually, at first, um, when I was showing my material to Aaron, he was having a hard time, like, grasping my ideas. Because <laughs> I was trying to play in a way where I think where it's, like, I was trying to, like, David had this one song. He was showing me this riff, and I'm thinking... I'm trying to play it like David right now. What would David like? You remember that? They, uh, oh, what song is that? It was um, uh, a fly on. on. Yeah. yeah. Here, pass me that lighter right there. But, uh, but David's been showing me this, uh, showing me this riff. We spent like an hour just playing like a little, like 12 second riff. And like <laughs> David, David is very patient. David is extraordinarily patient. You gotta be. Oh yeah. It's but, not easy playing music, man. Oh yeah, but at mm, one point I was kind of like, you know what? Learning someone's songs, holy shit! Oh yeah, that 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 was the biggest thing for me because I didn't know what David wanted out of me as a guitarist. I was trying to figure out how. I to didn't play. even know what to tell him either. It's like, yeah, like how should I play know, this? this oh, yeah, no, here's just... my riff. You something, figure something out. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Go ahead, Louis. Now I, I just forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> oh, you're all good. The the little the spring on the microphone tripped me out a little bit. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yo, I'm I'm gonna give one of, one of these brews to a uh, smoke dog over there. Yeah, handle it, man. And yeah, yeah, here so you go, Brody. I, I think there's only like a uh, Bud Light Platinum at the fridge, and we, oh, we got some 805s over here. Mm. I love how you say only, where it's like, dude, Bud, Bud Light Platinum is great. Post Malone drinks it. <laughs> well, it, it is a pretty uh, hard hard beer too, but we also got a couple of black flakes too. We still got Ooh, black pig beer. Got a couple, yeah. Thanks. Uh, so. I'll check out one of those in a bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, going back to that riff, where it's like the the moment that David, I remember this moment. David kind of looked at me, where it's like, "Yeah, you're gonna be in the band with me." I, I kind of like said, "Oh, fuck it, I'm just gonna play something that I want to play." And then David looked at me, and he was like, "Do that again." <laughs> Like yeah, that's how bands work. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, that was, it, that was the money right oh, yeah. there. Dude. And, and then after after we worked on that for a little bit, me and David in my, in my garage, we brought it to Corey, who's this phenomenal drummer. This guy, this guy, he like, is, dude, he's a he's a he's my it, favorite drummer. There's this meme on the internet where it's like when you find the perfect drummer and these two guys like giving each other a big old hug. <laughs> yeah. like, dude, I sent him that when he said yes to join my mm. band. He's like. You don't come by good musicians often either who are available, right? It's like fucking either we're all in three or five bands or we're dedicated to one or we just got our lives going on. So yeah. It's hard, dude. That yeah, is true. You can't you can't really treat this as a fucking nine to five job. But when you're able to put the time in and make something worthwhile out of it, it really becomes something that's fucking awesome, dude. That's oh, what, yeah. That's what we've done. And so fast forward about four or five years after that, like we've played plenty of shows, plenty of good shows, plenty of bad shows. Yeah, our first, uh, I think one of our first shows was a golf course, oh, right? Oh no, uh, Goat Hill. Goat Hill. Yeah, I, mean, I was just a, about to ask. There's a fucking like a professional tournament, like frisbee, frisbee disc golf. golf. Yeah, disc golf <laughs> tournament, professional Fris- disc golf, golf tournament. Like Goat Hill, professional. Yeah, the, disc win- golf the winner yeah. was gonna walk away with some money. Yeah, like a grand. But they had, they had. Uh, they Live had music. bands playing yeah. on a big ass stage right outside the, on the fucking the house. green, and uh, they fucking it was so it was so fucked up, dude. I don't even know. So it's... so like during the middle of the tournament, like the tournament started at one, they're supposed to wrap up at five. I think but... we were the last. No, we were the second band. Yeah, 
Yeah, so the tournament started at one. It was supposed to end at five, so they wanted the band to start playing at five. Mm-hmm. But, like, you still had a bunch of stragglers coming up. Mm-hmm. And and so, like, like we're playing. It's about 5.30, and people are still coming up to putt and everything like that. And, like, one of the organizers kept coming up to us, uh, coming up to us like, they're about to shoot right now, so if you could stop the music. And we're, like... They the- tried to explain to us before we even played that there's going to be people who are trying to compete and we need to stop playing when they're about to do make their shot. And why, why the hell did they bring all the bands in? It's so yeah. fucked up. And so like, we, we, all, we, we, all, we, all, yeah, dude, we looked um, at each like, other. We just like, kind of struck. Like, doing here? Uh, yeah, dude, it was brutal. And I didn't like, we fucking tried to work through it. And for a couple songs, like we made it through most of the song and we we're at the very end and they're like, Oh, you know, like giving us this stupid ass sign or whatever. Yeah. And like, all right, we cut it short. For like a couple songs, and then towards the end, it's like fuck this, dude. Yeah, it's like don't ask. Fucking, yeah. Yeah, it was so fucked up. We just stopped. We Man. stopped. We kept playing through our last song, which is like a nine-minute song. It's like one of our heavier songs. We just kept playing through it. And it's like, dude, we're over it. Yeah, dude, fucking. That's that's the thing I don't like about golf, dude. They're so pretentious, especially dude, this like, golf. What the yeah. fuck do yeah. you mean, dude? Just like they're all getting drunk on the course, and it's like you need us to be quiet. Meanwhile, you're over there, like I know you got another six pack in that fucking little disc golf jockey bullshit. Oh yeah, you know? yeah. I got homies that do it on the golf course. I feel like getting hammered. I feel yeah. like they they could have done it right. Like there's when while we were when we played through that one song, I I saw out onto the the field the, yeah, that the those people were like digging it. Those people were like all into it. They weren't fucking angry about nothing. It's all about like the people who try and put it on and have this idea like, oh, I want these bands to play. And, like just don't and then don't give a fuck about the bands, you know? Like we played the brewery at freaking in Escondido who's oh yeah. You know, and they yeah. they tried they tried investing in the bands and shit, but half ass, yeah, dude. So, like so, it's just not so going not back cool. to my point about the breweries where it's like places like Black Plague, Stavenale, Aztec, they're super friendly to artists, they're super friendly to musicians where they're more than accommodating. They actually pay out the bands and everything mm-hmm. like that. There are other breweries. Um just out of a sense of professionalism, I'm not gonna name the name the brewery. But there is this uh there's this one brewery in Escondido where uh they put all the advertising, all the promotion on us uh without us knowing what the fuck yeah so it's, so it's like they, <laughs> the they show should... wasn't being promoted at all no exactly yeah well, not yeah. not on their side not on their side no so we we promote it you know we let people know like hey we're playing a show on this date yeah come on through but then when we get to the uh when we get to the brewery it's like dude there's like four people here and we go on in about like you know an hour like where is everybody they're like oh you handle promotion I'm like all right cool sweet uh well can i get a uh can i get a beer with a drink ticket and they kind of look at me like, drink ticket? Yeah, it's like, they, like, all right, cool. First you invite us to play. And like you're now you're hassling me about like, I, I don't expect a free beer. But at the same time, it's like, if I know, I knew I wasn't getting paid, you know? Yeah, yeah definitely. We yeah. have no guarantee. Yeah. They're, they're, like, if money is not talked about up front before we book a, book a show, I'm not expecting any pay. But if I go to a brewery and you're not paying me, just give me a beer. Just give me a beer. That's, that's all I asked for. That's pretty fucking fair. Yeah, exactly. If, especially if I'm the one doing all the heavy loading and stuff. Like, just, just give me one beer. That's all I asked for. And not only that, but we it took, like, the owner's wife talking to the owner's wife who happened to be there behind the counter and be like, oh, yeah, we're with the band. We're just trying to get a beer. And she's like, oh. Yeah. Oh, no, she, she was super she cool about it. She fucking hooked yeah. it up. And so, yeah. like, it's like, she knows what's up. Like, yeah. she, she's been there at shows at breweries. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, but then, like, we and start. It just keeps getting worse. 
Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh, we, we start playing. I think we're sounding good. Like, you know, we're pretty loud. For, for only three guys, Corey is a heavy-handed drummer. That man will bash the shit out of anything you put in front of him, you know? Like Sergio? Pretty much, yeah. Actually, yeah. <laughs> you see Sergio play before? Oh, yeah. <laughs> my, my, I didn't mean to cut you up. No, no, you're good. You're good. But, but you, know, you know what I'm talking about, I know what though. you mean, yeah. And, but, like, the thing is, like, we're not, like, overbearingly loud where it's, like, you're 20 feet away and have to shout over everybody and mm-hmm. everything like that. But we're playing and we get through a few songs and anyone comes up, he's throwing his hands up. He's like, Hey, like you guys are doing good, but like, you got to quiet down. So that way everybody can talk in here. I'm like, what do you mean? Everybody. There's four people in here. <laughs> I swear he even like mentioned like, Oh yeah, you guys like are, if you're too loud, people are going to start leaving <laughs> or some shit like that. I was like, and then, you got to have people for people to leave. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. yeah. And then, and then he starts getting into like, oh, you guys gotta like, you know, sell yourselves when you're on stage, you know, like talk to the audience and like be yeah. a band and like trying to tell us how to fucking be a band is, like, dude, this guy's such a joke. Why are we here? Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's why I'm not gonna name the place because professionalism. But Black Plague, Black Plague has been nothing but a pleasure to work with. Every time we played there, man, like there's like there, cool there's joint, their sound is on point. Like the it's only a, da- it's a big big space. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So like, like so like yeah, when, yeah. like being a big <laughs> equity warehouse, I'm surprised yeah. with what they're able to pull off, you know. Well, that too, and like we're not we're not that loud of a band, so we can fit in a loud space. Because if you have a band that's fucking full stacks in that goddamn area, it's just gonna ring everywhere and reflect all over the walls, and it's gonna be so muddy. Oh yeah, and that's what a lot of bigger bands who go through might have troubles with. It's like no, it's such a big space, and they have a really legit stage in the back wall to help. But every it just you know, oh, dude. Not to mention we're in a warehouse, every, dude. We're in a warehouse, dude. Not to mention it. everybody at Black Plague is super nice too. Super cool spot. They make it work, man. As long as you're able to realize, you know, you got to play the environment. That's the same. I was going to mention um, Booze Brothers. Um, they're having the outdoor venue, but you got the outdoor is completely different than playing an indoor, and it's you might as well act as if you're playing inside a warehouse mm-hmm. when you're playing outdoor. Oh, not yeah. necessarily the reflections, but you're not going to hear. You got to, you know, the PA that they have can only withstand so much. And so you got to also watch your volume. And also you don't want like to piss off the neighbors and everything like that as well. I too. know, at the industry, all <laughs> everywhere else is closed around them. So, and that's what also sucks. Most breweries close early. They, they do close true. early. Yeah. But because they're in warehouses, you know, they, they have neighbors around, like you said. Mm-hmm. Like, all of that comes in the fucking equation. It's it's just weird sometimes with the breweries. Oh yeah, but but you know what? Like that's our thing though. Like like we we grab whatever shows we can and everything like that. Like, yeah, we'll, we, that's we'll, that's why we run into these situations. We're willing to <laughs> we're willing to just go go for it. Say fuck it, you know? Oh, absolutely. Because like I remember the first time we played Black Plague, we were kind of like I don't know, it's another brewery with our experience in breweries and everything like that. But it turned out to be fantastic. We've also played like outdoor festivals. We've played, uh, you know. Oh, the one in um, Idlewild. Wild was super sick. That was a great one. Yeah. Dude, tell us a little bit more about that. Uh, I mean, shit. It was like Idlewild Strong. Um, they was they 2000... did it annually for a couple years up to that point. But... Yeah, it was it was August 2019. And the whole point of that festival was um, uh, like because back a few years, a few years back when we had really bad wildfires. Fires, yeah. yeah, dude, Idlewild got ravaged. Mm-hmm. And so I remember like when we were driving up, we saw literally like 
you half can still the see some of them oh, like, just like, like black yeah, the black yeah. Still and so like it was the second time they had been doing it it was for a benefit for all the firefighters all the first responders and everything like that and for okay. the community of idlewild to, re- to mm-hmm. recoup and all that kind of stuff and so we drove up there on a friday knowing that we weren't playing till sunday but we were like hey you know so what camping oh yeah dude we had a great time camping we camped at the Idlewild campground it was it was awesome man. 10 10 minutes down mm-hmm. from you know the town and they the what they did was the whole town opened up their streets and they oh had... yeah so there was no traffic so you could just walk around the <laughs> yeah, streets dude. and everything like that that's fucking great and yeah. there's you know, how many <laughs> stages were there it was there, insane there, uh so like some of the stages could could be as small as like somebody's backyard at a nice house or like a storage container in a parking lot versus a big like fuck off grand stage bigger than the one in chula vista you know yeah they did have that big Mm -hmm. stage to like literally like bands playing in the alley you know in between certain establishments and And, and those were like the punk rock bands you know that were stuck in the alley and like (laughs) we played in the back of a restaurant you know and which was like like a converted house yeah it was a converted house restaurant and uh it's people like enjoying their meals but also like people who came to see us and there's like a reggae band who played before us who oh, was yeah. from ocean beach i forget their name but oh they were they were great they were guys. sick they were sick they had a good set and then we played our set and uh the i remember the sound guy was like oh yeah you guys sounded good so whenever we get that kind of reception i think that's uh... the, the, big, <laughs> the, the biggest takeaway i remember from that show was that that there were musicians from every genre there are punk bands totally. rock bands so sick. like folk players country players rappers uh edm guys there were there were just like solo just all genres all genres yeah. yeah and so the great thing about that place being like not so isolated but so out of the way was like all the people who were there wanted to be there it's not like imagine like if there was like a music festival going on in Encinitas or Carlsbad or something like that. Yeah. You get all of us like just driving through on like a lazy Sunday being like, Oh, this looks sick. You just kind of ran into it. And then kind of being like, eh, after 15, 20 minutes and not really digging it. All the people who were there wanted to be there. And so it was just nothing but like artists and people who wanted to see music. And it wasn't just like musicians. There were people doing street art. There were street performers, like people juggling, tossing like, like, whole festival oh dude. yeah it was a great time it sounds it like, like hit- the biggest block party in the middle of Idlewild. you know pretty much Ima- imagine a block party on top of a mountain yeah but, pretty sick yeah <laughs> yeah that does sound pretty <laughs> it sick fun. it was a lot of fun oh, yeah it was a great time we met plenty of great people i wish i could remember them <laughs> that's well, always a part part well oh, since yeah. you guys been kind of touring and stuff uh have you uh decided or done any recording work actually yeah we do uh we have done an ep um so during the pandemic, when we weren't able to play any shows and everything like that, we were all like really kind of antsy being like, we got to do something like we got to we, we just can't like take another year off because if we take another year off, who knows what we're going to do in another year, you know, definitely. And, and so we put together a four song EP um, and honestly, I'm really satisfied with it. Our next goal right now is to kind of like put that one on blast. Like we we want that to be like kind of like an idea of like what when you listen to that little four song EP, get an idea of what Arugula is like, and then catch us at one of our shows because we're much more we're much more of a live band than a recording band. I I definitely want to do uh yeah. do start recording an album soon, but at the same time, I want to keep the momentum playing. If it's like yeah, we can go to a studio and record everything, but I want to play a show. I love feeding off the energy of people like, it's like watching us. Oh yeah, yeah. A big thing about our EP, oops, sorry, mm-hmm. is um, it's mostly consisting of covers and one original. 
So one original and three covers. Um, that's like an idea that I've been wanting to do with our band is we'll continually to release an EP of covers and it's for free. You guys can totally download it on Bandcamp, bandcamp.arugula, uh, arugula ass, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but it's on Bandcamp for free. You can look it up, find us in our uh, Instagram bio. So uh, the, the fun story behind the ass is um, when we were trying to be the funk band, we wanted to be known as Arugula Association because we had an idea of like a, a rotating cast member of different musicians like we were talking about. The horn like, section and the, the, the rhythm the, section. Exactly. Percussion, yeah, that. we wanted to be like an association, kind of like, a, like come on through and leave your mark on Arugula. But then after that, we all decided that we, we couldn't wanted... find anyone else. <laughs> yeah. yeah, nobody nobody wanted to get down on the arugula. Ass. I even like has, <laughs> I even put up an ad at like Palomar College, you know, music section. Like, hey, we got a band looking for horn players or stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. just no mm-hmm. one ever came through, man. Yeah. Craigslist, so, all that shit. So we yeah. do we do have recorded material, like David was saying. It's all covers, and that's the point that's of the doing covers. Way. So that way, it's free. That way, that way, like we can send people to our our covers and, and it's like, like it'll give you an idea of our sound because it's not going to sound anything like the original you know like one of the uh, one of the covers we do is from um that popular band scorpions you know rocky like a hurricane <laughs> yeah i know that song yeah we don't do that song we do another <laughs> one of their songs called in trance okay. but we play in a way where it's like yeah you can recognize that song but it's doesn't sound like the scorpion there's no way to completely replicate the original you know so we humbly Humbly, humbly, Very humbly. <laughs> replicate it in our own way because it's one hell of a fucking song, dude. I I couldn't replicate the vocals anywhere near what mm. it what it is. So you know, you just got to make do with what you can and make it sound good. But at the same time, the reason we did that song is because it was such a fun. Not like like that's the reason we do a lot of the covers we do, not because it's like we think that it'll be a good crowd pleaser yeah. or we think that it'll no. be popular. We do it because it's, this is a fun song to play. Yeah. It's kind of fun, like our, like challenging, like our little fuck off period. I think that's, yeah, a, good, I think that's a good expression right there. Or it's like, Hey, like this is more for us than the crowd right now. As it should be. <laughs> well, that's, that's like everything that we do, honestly. Oh yeah. Like, we, the set that we play is, catered to the crowd but we're gonna play the songs that you know that we really feel should should happen that's Mm -hmm. that's one of the that's one of the funnest processes i feel like we have as a band where for example we practiced last saturday and we had just finished playing the show two weeks ago and we're just all kind of sitting around in the studio being like what songs are we gonna play next because we have a pretty big catalog of songs, both covers and originals. Mm-hmm. But like the funnest thing for me is like, we just get down, like we don't even have a proper piece of paper or pen. I get like a napkin and a pencil. I'm like, all right guys, what are we, what are we doing for the next set list? And we just start spitballing ideas. And that's the funnest part for me is discovering a new playlist that like, that I'm going to hear for the first time playing or, and that that's what's fun for me. If it's that much fun for me, choosing that set list for the first time, I just imagine how fun it'll be for the person who's hearing us for the first time. Yeah, that we try list. to not play the same set twice. Mm. It's, a, it's a big thing, you know. Mix it up so you never yeah. know when you put on the scene, like, all right, what's the good song to go ahead and move the crowd? Like, what that, would be the good, like, you know? Yeah, oh, big that, time. keep yeah. it fresh for us and as well as because you get people who might experience multiple shows, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't want them to experience, like, re- a rewatch of a movie, you know? You mm-hmm. want that 
that to be a next episode of that movie or that series kind of thing right yeah that's what we try to do and it's cool because we make it as like you know really try and plan out the like what song is gonna fit well with the one next to it like we'll listen like we'll play the ending of the one and then the intro of the next one like how does that work here you know we'll listen to the bands that we're playing with and be like all right what what bands what sound do they have and what songs do we have that might mix well with with their style like the last gig we played at Mm poorhouse was way more of a jammy gig they had a first band um was like uh audrey and the sound garden audrey and the sound garden they had like a really funky like a hip-hop vibe to them and uh then the um loose grooves was super rock and roll and we had like a nice mix in between we had a nice little funky groovy heavy rock and roll mm-hmm. in our set so so like, so you you guys like bend different genres we, in your yeah, sets dude, we I'd have so, yeah. we have we have like a blues song straight up blues we have a psych, straight up psychedelic and we have uh one of our our heaviest song which is we don't generally go too heavy like most of our songs have a heaviness to it but it's not like heavy metal per se we have one song that gets fucking down and down and heavy the riddle of steel it's our longest song, nine minutes. Nine oh, minutes. Yeah. God yeah. damn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's that's our stay with a heaven. It's right most, there. <laughs> mostly instrumental. Mm, okay. Yeah, but it's cool, man. Yeah. Fucking these guys shred. I love what Aaron brings to the table because it's like you know, like we were talking about earlier. He does shit that I can never think about, and he doesn't necessarily follow my riffs. He does something over it, like you know, adds. He just adds that ingredient, that extra ingredient. And then Corey, just as well, man. Uh, that guy's a monster. The dude, he handles the drums in the pockets. He's just freaking. He knows he can play very well to uh, what the bass is doing, and then Aaron's just he's because he comes from a rhythm aspect, you know. So he's he has that idea of where to fit in with the rhythm and doesn't stick out too much as far as a soloist. He does do a couple solos, but uh, for the most part, he generally kicks back with the sound and that's like our sound gives us that groove because he focuses on that a lot cool and that's like one of the um actually needed ingredients too to put a good equation up for a band right is like that creative input and at the same time you could also follow your bandmate as well as the song goes on you know Mm -hmm. oh exactly yeah Mm -hmm. but that creative input does help out a lot because then you just got a different point of view about the track about which direction you're gonna go with and then you're like hey i didn't did not even think it'd go that way, but actually sounds pretty fucking bomb. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, dude. It you know it most of the time it it's been coming out better than expected, and you know, but event sometimes you'll run into those those songs and those riffs that are just like, yeah, it's just like not working out. Let's work on it another time, you know. Oh yeah, we so. we never throw anything away. We never throw anything away. We just say we'll tackle that tomorrow. Yeah, yeah just mm-hmm. come back to it later time. Exactly. Yeah. You know about how much material we got? How much? I'd say completed, like, if we were to play every song that we know back-to-back right now, just being, like, how we are, I'd say we could probably play a good hour and a half, hour 45 minutes. I'd say, like, <laughs> I'd say two. Oh, even two hours? We could pull a two. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think we'd do that right now, which is a shame because we only have about 20 minutes recorded of it. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. like you said, you guys are more of a live band. Exactly, but... <laughs> yeah. We do, uh, we do have an album in the works right now. Uh, the big thing for us is, A, getting everybody together on the same page to say, like, when can we start recording and everything like that. Mm-hmm. The second is, who do we start going recording with? Because mm-hmm. 
the the beautiful thing about me and David and Corey is we have so many friends and contacts and like like people that we've worked with in the past that we can start an album, but we have to figure it out on our own own end. What's the best route for us? We've already recorded the EP. Uh, that was a pretty good recording experience and everything like that. But yeah. at the same time, my main thing is like I don't want to do something I know already how to do just out of like convenience, where it's like I've already like done it once that way before i want to see if there's a way we can do it better see if there's something else that we haven't thought of that kind of thing right there but also that really does come down to when can we all get time to do this because there is nothing more i'd love to do than make music my number one prime like like i want to make this my day job like 24 7 i want to play music write music record music oh yeah but you know this ain't the 70s anymore i can't just get a record deal and then work on my own thing forever yeah and that as well you'd be literally be playing music for like i said earlier eight hours a day oh yeah know? and the, we'd be jamming as a band oh yeah for like a good solid six hours a day you know oh no, dude if, if we had a record deal we'd be out on the road right now that's that's how it was do that's how it was back mm -hmm. in the day man well that's why like when you went to go see him live and you heard the album they sounded exactly the same Mm -hmm. that's all they would do all day just jam it becomes a second what is it second nature kind of thing yeah, yeah. Nature. reflux you mm -hmm. know a lot of uh fighters would try and get to that level right you know have it become reflux you don't even have to think about it oh you man. know that's what you got to do i'm just not trying to break my ankle like mcgregor you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> but for us it's our hands man hands are so hey. important oh man i can just imagine I'm just looking at my hands right now i don't want to break dude. these things yeah, no, nah, especially not when you guys have to play instruments and whatnot. Exactly. You know? Oh yeah. yeah, hands are like the most number one thing, mm -hmm. most important. Oh, dude, if I broke my foot, I don't care about playing on playing on stage in a wheelchair. I'm <laughs> shit on that wheelchair. Yeah, so for right now, are you guys just staying garage band and uh, sorry, uh, a band camp? Fuck. Yeah, 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 right. Band camp, band, camp, right. band camp exclusive, or are you trying to put stuff on YouTube also? We tr uh, we uh, we tried to go on Spotify, but okay, but the thing was because we recorded covers is yeah, that Scorpion we had to get the rights, a lot of legal to, stuff, uh, yeah. like a lot, lot of that. Least the cover of the Scorpions, yeah. And so that's so the, its own band camp. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, so, so that's the thing. That's why I'm looking forward to our next album because that album is going to have zero covers. It's going to be straight original originals, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So there'll always be the covers. I love. I love having that aspect. Oh yeah, dude. Because everybody loves hearing their favorite song on stage. I mean, yeah. like I, I, I'm telling you, dude. If I went to an ACDC show and they started playing a Led Zeppelin song, whatever, I'd be like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like, I, like even if it's on ACDC's. Bad example, you know. Yeah, yeah but all those guys are like at the same level, though. So yeah. like, <laughs> I'm trying to be at that. We level understand right what now. you're trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, any videos in mind? Uh, I I actually have a really good idea. I've told oh, you about for my, our original, yeah. Yeah, really good he music video. Good so what I want to do is we have this song called "I Don't Care," and David uh, David's the main lyricist for for all of the songs. He writes the lyrics for all the songs. He's also the main singer, and so this song about "I Don't Care." At least to me, like, because, you know, every, everybody hears a song differently. The the attitude I get from our song, I don't care, is like, yeah, shit's fucked up. Things aren't going right. But you know what? I don't care. I just keep on pushing through. Is that like the general gist of this song? Yeah, right for there? the most part. Yeah. yeah. Whatever comes your way, you just keep on trucking. But I also love like I also love like getting in that like that nerdy, like cinematography kind of stuff where I want to do a video where it's like, imagine you have like a uh, like a jack bottle, you know, and we want to I want to strap a GoPro to the side of it. So that way, throughout the entirety of the song, as like the song progresses, 
It starts at a house party and starts off as like, all right, cool. The bottle's being used for some mixed drinks. Oh, we're starting to do shots. Oh, wow. People are starting to drink out of the bottle now. And so you get the perspective of the bottle where it's like you're going from like, okay, cool. A nice classy kind of drink shots that that kind of. You, know, you start uh, getting handed off and like people start swigging out of you. Exactly. Yeah. I, I like walk, that. They're yeah, walking like, around the party and mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, yeah, like the bottle's on its side and starts to roll. So like the whole angle rolls and everything like Lands that. Lands in a pool somewhere. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and then somebody picks it up out of the pool and everything like that. Like that's 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 the kind of music video I want to shoot. I'm not trying to shoot like straight like old school like Animal House like where every song is going to be a party video. But I think that's just a really interesting like music video I want to do. Yeah, the pers- that perspective thing is a really good idea. Mm, that sounds like a very interesting. It's going to be a oh, yeah. lot of work, oh, bro. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> because like that means like because right, he cool. does want it in a party setting too. I was about to say, it's like, so what do you know? Yeah, drink it. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like we got to bring thirty people over for a for a video, and it's like I'll drink out of this Jack bottle with a camera on it. Yeah, all right, you much. boys are invited. <laughs> down. Or maybe maybe that huge ass bottle of Patron. Oh no, no! I don't want somebody dropping that thing right there. Oh, that's true, you guys. Actually, that'll be a really great. Actually, that'll look really great in the video of like it shatters and you see all the pieces like and the liquids like sloshing against the lens. Damn, that'll actually look really cool. <laughs> all right, Victor, you got me thinking now. Uh, <laughs> well, you're talking to the right guy about that. <laughs> yeah, we don't have anything too legit out would... there besides a live video that I put together. That's right. Yeah. Um, that's, that's the main thing though. It's like, I would love to do a music video, but it's so hard just to bring all the resources together to do it. You know what I mean? Where it's like, like you'll remember a good music, like, like you'll hear a good song on the radio and be like, Oh yeah. Like that was a really good song. But if you see a good music video, like as you're scrolling through on Facebook, you'd be like, I'm sharing that right there. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And on one hand, I kind of hate to think like that where it's like, I want to make something that wants to get shared but nowadays like in the music scene and everything like that that's, that's how we got to think you know we got well, i want something to kick ass too oh well. no dude. Oh, and dude. it's also it's also oh, yeah. different like creative output that's not like music you know you're doing it more from like movie oh yes, movie point of yeah exactly. different exactly. perspective yeah, like, uh, like i was saying like with the uh with like the perspective from the bottle and everything like that i think it'd be really cool to figure out how to tie together an entire story from a bottle's perspective you know yeah, you have to think more about it because it's not just the music, right? You're trying to tell a story behind the music with video and everything within the video. Oh yeah, and like and like like all all that fun imagery you can create too, where it's like I'm just trying to think off the top of my head, like running off that bottle idea and everything like that. But like, how cool it would be because there's a certain slow part of the song where like like the song's building up the entire time. It's a nice groovy kind of thing mm-hmm. going on, and then there's this really slow part. How cool it would be. If like at that certain moment the bottle tips over and like you see everybody just kind of like sleeping, on, it's like that three a.m. moment where everybody's sleeping on the couch, trying to knock out. Exactly, yeah. And so it's like kind of creating that imagery that goes along with the mood and sound of the song, but that's getting into a whole another level of like not just like creating imagery to the song. But yeah, directing the, song. the whole video and oh and, yeah. yeah, yeah, the photography. Yeah, and I'm over here thinking I'm like fucking like Stanley Kubrick being like, no, the bottle has to turn over on this side right here. <laughs> this <laughs> part of the label has to show. Exactly. No, that's the thing I think about right there. <laughs> yeah. That's really what it is though. Like, yeah. Little, little, no, I wanted to go this angle. Details. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Louis on this with me right here where he's like, yeah, that shit does matter. Finally, somebody else who understands. <laughs> it sucks, dude, but it's, you know, you gotta bring it down to the T. 
Oh, yeah. Because then you're not going to be happy with it. Oh, and yeah. That's for like any project. You yes. know, it's oh, absolutely got to be down to a T how you like it. <sighs> but that's, that, that's just one music video idea I have. I, I would love to do like, if we could find somebody kick ass, do like an animated music video or something yes, like that. Yes, I would love an animated music video. Mm-hmm. But, but it's I don't, all an investment. You know? But I don't think we're at that point right now, no, honestly. not at all. Yeah. Right now, uh, trying to record our first full-length album with originals and then just play as many songs. shows. Yeah, play yeah. as many songs, trying to get as many in front of as many people as possible. You know, we generally have a good reception. So I think that's, people react to our music quite <laughs> I was well. I about to say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's, uh, what's the next show coming up? So our next show is actually going to be this Friday. This Friday, San Diego. Yep, we're playing at the Kensington Club in Kensington. <laughs> it's uh, it's actually a really great venue. I've been there a couple times. I know you played there before. Yeah, it's a weird little spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but we're playing. Uh, we're playing this this Friday. Uh, we're opening up. Opening. For, that's right. So the show starts at nine p.m. and we're opening up for one of our buddy bands called the Quicksands. I think some really good kind of like old school surf rock, everything like that. And then this other band called the Amphibians. Uh, sounds like they're right up the same boat as the Quicksands as well, too. It's going to be a good night. Oh, yeah. I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to it. Now that we actually played another show recently, I'm like, I'm excited. Just get out there. Play more yeah, shows. Yeah, exactly. us off. It's- mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, another big thing that we really need to get on is uh, merch, too. That's right. So yeah. that'll be in the works. Not for this next show, but the one after. No, uh, hopefully soon, yeah. Because we do have, like, you know, like, like we do the typical man thing. We do T-shirts. We try to do stickers. I really want to do koozies. Koozies would be sick. Yo, koozies are pretty dope. Oh yeah. Nice. Oh dude, I, I know. I, I need a koozie right now. Is there a band around here that I can buy a koozie from? <laughs> okay, makes sense. That makes sense on the market when you think of it like that. Oh yeah, dude. Look at this. My beer's warm. <laughs> but but no. So like, honestly, I like and my merch is fun too. Like when you come up with a good design for a T-shirt or like a dope ass sticker that you can just slap anywhere. You know, it's like a logo for the band. It's it's that kind of marketing shit. I hate to go back to that kind of end of marketing, but you know, it's, it's all necessary, man. Mm-hmm. You have to put on a performance just as well on stage. Oh Not, yeah, I mean to to a certain degree, you know. I feel like got to move a little bit. You don't want to necessarily just stand still. No, dude. No, not at all. For the all. entire performance. I want to dance on stage, man. There's certain moments oh, yeah. where I've found myself really getting into the zone, just standing there. But yeah. You gotta go in motion with the crowd, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. When they're feeling it, then you're feeling it you, too, you, then shit. You feed off of it. You do. Yeah. yeah. And you just look at the crowd and you look at the one person you're connecting with. It's, very <laughs> it's oh. funny, dude. At the, at the last show, <laughs> at the poorhouse, apparently there's this guy in the audience who was like coming up to the stage. He was in love with the drummer. Giving like the fucking AOK sign of the drummer like the whole time. Oh, yeah. Like, apparently, like, yeah. He, apparently he went up to, I didn't know because I was in the middle of playing the music but apparently he went up on the stage straight up to him while he was playing the songs and like doing it in his face and yeah, yeah he's like hey, hey, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, that's weird. I don't think that was an a-ok sign bro it was more like a it's like right here that much, that much. <laughs> i'm ready for you <laughs> oh, you're gonna be the only thing you beat up <laughs> Uh, but but no, all jokes aside, it's fun to see that we get like that reaction from people. You know what I mean? It's it's fun where it's like we're just kind of playing the show where it's like, yeah, let's go ahead and see if we still got it, and to see people that like about us, it's like, must be doing something right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Yeah, and I think right. uh, another aspect with us too is like we really have the sound and style of uh, classic, more the classic rock, you know. Um, and I had mentioned one of our songs is heavily influenced by Cream and The Doors. Oh, and, is that the uh, nine minute song? No, it's no, not. no, not that one. <laughs> but uh, this song, this is the song that I totally fucked up in. I mm. felt like shit after the set, but apparently no one had noticed. And uh, but after the set, like after the set, these two guys, two guys I've never seen before, they and uh, they came up to to the stage and they're like, dude, you you know that song that you mentioned was influenced by Cream in the Doors, spot on. Like you guys fucking nailed it gave me us total props for it and it made me feel really good and i asked him questions like yeah dude like is it your first time seeing us like are you you know where are you guys from are you locals and he's like oh well the one of the guys apparently is from around here but doesn't live there they're just visiting and the other dude's his friend and they just happen to be in the fucking neighborhood happened to come into poorhouse had no idea we were playing totally fucking dug it and they could they totally agreed with you know our influence and could under and heard that and understood our sound and where we were coming from and dug it and fucking oh yeah that's what it's all about man what was the name of that song is it also on uh band Cap? it's not it's called there will come a time okay it's one of our more way more psychedelic songs like i said cream in the door is totally influenced um but that like i said that reaction that that we get from the audience and those people who can relate similarly to that kind of shit it's oh, cool yeah. man it's really cool that that's that's why i'm like kind of set on like getting the album done soon so that way we can have our original material out there because right now all we have are the covers this cover is one one original right yep. like so it's not it's yeah we and got more we got better shit we have a lot more stuff but we got way better shit but we can't use those covers because of the legal reasons everything like that it's yeah. it, it's a bummer and a half we figured it out the, and know, so going forward, way. we're just not going to cover big bands like the Scorpions. You know, like keep it underground, and no yeah. one's got a problem with the bands no one's heard of. <laughs> God damn! But hey, speaking about getting a reaction, man, you guys should go get a full metal burger because the reaction you get out of that burger every time, oh, it's gonna be delicious, dude. The full metal burgers, there's something else. I know you're vegan right now, but me, I'm a big old fat ass. I can get down. Oh, dude, we got guys. we got black bean patties, bro. You vegan? Oh, oh, damn. Choo choo. Got that covered. Do <laughs> <laughs> catch them outside of Black Place seven days a week. I remember seeing them. Oh yeah, no, shows. they're totally from, or not from, but they totally rep Black Plague a lot. They're always there. Oh yeah, yep. I know they did that uh, that music function, Brucey, for you back uh, back a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I, I know they uh, did that function. How'd that shit go out for you guys over it at went, They went pretty good, bro. It went pretty damn good. I was at the front door the whole time, so these boys had most of the fun. Yeah, yeah, it was at the beginning of last month. <laughs> yeah, it was at the beginning of last month, uh, August seven. But it, it was it was a sick night, dude. Like uh, a lot of artists came through. Uh, we had some vendors on site. Uh, four kegs uh, just tipped out. There, uh, nice. it was wait four was, kegs in one night. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. four kegs. Uh, you nice. made it, them some money. It, it, it was sick, dude. I mean, it wasn't was overly crowded. Uh, Bruce was at the door. We handled the situation pretty good. Yeah, and just. Uh, yeah, being uh, we were trying to be safe, you know, especially since we had food exposed and whatnot. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, full full metal, got down, dude. They fucking hooked it up with the patties and uh, shit. I, I don't know, it was sick. We we, we we finished yeah. like at like at midnight, I think. Jeez, yeah. really? Like the food truck stayed there till midnight? Oh no, we, nah, that was they were catering it. So okay, they, you know we mm-hmm. have to. Mountain, they dipped out. But. I was gonna say I wanted I wanted to be there that night, but that was literally the uh the day that I went up north for uh, yeah. for my little vacation, my little mini vacation, everything like that. 
That was the same day that you guys did the did the music function, and then Red Wizard played at Poor House. It's like I missed everything when I went out of town. <laughs> like, I, I go out of town for the first time in a year, and it's like, oh hey, everything's going on. I'm like, what the fuck? And the funny thing is, too, is you bought a ticket early for the first show that we were supposed to do back in May. Canceled. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So I still got that ticket rescheduled. Then. Yeah, you still got the ticket. <laughs> Technically, you still got a ticket for whenever we do do another function. Yeah, which which should be soon, but uh, mm-hmm. well, we'll discuss that. You know, during during the break, and once we come back to the, to the next season, you'll you, you'll see all the details. Mm-hmm. No, but legit, he actually did buy a ticket. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, damn. we we yeah, took dude. a picture. I put it in the group chat. Right? I you don't remember? Yeah, I, I, I do. I do. Yeah, I do. Bruce, Bruce is a hustler, man. He sold that shit to me fast. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Oh, you got ten bucks in your wallet? Go ahead, buy a ticket." <laughs> <laughs> You don't need another <laughs> drink from Maxton's. <laughs> he bought me a drink, bro. <laughs> I bought a ticket and then I bought him a drink. There you go. Yeah, damn. You asked me how that worked. <laughs> but, uh, what, a, what a guy. <laughs> well, dude, you, you sold it when you said that Full Metal was doing burgers. I'm like, Damn. Oh, yeah. As soon as I said Full Metal Burger, he was like, I'm there. Yeah, dude. Swear to Bob. Mm-hmm. He's like, beer, free burger, mm-hmm. and a show. I remember, like I remember I got a burger from there the first time when we played Black Flag. I remember you found me. I'm just sitting there, like at our back corner table over by the merch. I'm just like, I'm not ready. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, no, that was definitely the the coolest part about the the tickets for the North County function. They they came with food, yeah, and, and a raffle ticket. So and a raffle. Yeah. What'd you guys raffle off? Uh, a lot of merchandise, actually. Like a lot of Kick It podcast shirts. So a lot, of, like a lot of the vendors we had there that had clothes. Yeah. You know, like some CDs, some stickers we had. Oh, nice. You know. Some smoke dog socks. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, smoke dog has socks. That shit, that was pretty dope. They're I was pretty like, cool, someone bro. got socks? Yeah. <laughs> dog, I took them out of the backpack because I thought they were, like, your socks. Until he brought them back. <laughs> and, like, he, he, like, unwrapped them and, like, the smoke dog logo was right there. I was like, oh, shit, dude, I thought those were, like, your socks. Like... <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, hey, what do you guys say? We're going to take a quick break. We'll play some of your music from Fan Camp. Uh, while we're on break, and then we'll come in. I'm down with that right there. Yeah. yeah. Did, did, did you get any comments during sure. uh during nah, this time? Just that first one. Okay. Just for that sure. one. Hey, just shout that. out to the homie though, man. Shout out to that guy. Shout out, Elias Martinez. Yeah. Well, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in today. Oh yeah. It's a Wednesday, September first. The homie and gave me some pop rocks. Aaron, David, fucking, thank you, man. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They hooked it up with some pop rocks, dude. It's just <laughs> sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, gotta slap it like oh, you, got, you, got, you got Black Dog? Is that the Led Zeppelin song? No, oh, dude. That's a, it's no. a song covered by a band from like 1971. You should actually put that song on. We have a guest vocalist on that guest one. Guest right vocalist, oh, Miss Ariana mm-hmm. Medicina. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. I'll text her. Hey, you want you want a podcast? on that song right there all right y'all we'll then see you guys in a bit enjoy uh arugula's four tracks on that camp good stuff the show
Let's talk black magic, powerful sorcery. Though many may follow, fall into such ways. I don't care, I will rise above. Deep 
from the ground with no light there to come beneath my pyramid. I stood in hell of mortal men, with dreams of Lyle and Satan, and stood before my audience, entrenched in stark cold fear. I cured or struck with sickness, death, or made insane my foes. I the deep life, the mystic power of old. Returns and as I say these words, my soul is getting to hell. I conjure thee, I conjure thee, I conjure thee, I conjure thee at the end. I raise you, mighty demon, come before me, Georgie. Thank <laughs> you. 
mystic power of Returns and as I say these words, my soul again in hell. I conjure thee, I conjure thee, I conjure thee, I conjure thee up here. I raise you, mighty demon, come before me, don't hate Saturday night, 
Yeah, we are so. back. Yeah, for sure. We're back, but we're not ready, but we're back. <laughs> Shout out Corey Bergman. What's up, man? How you doing? Corey back. Bergman is saying pretty dope music and artwork, guys. Hey, Sick. thank you. Thank you. Appreciates that. Choice. Always appreciate the good comments. You brought Mr. Corey. <laughs> Shares yeah. the same name as our drummer. Hey, that's right. Yeah. Dude, it's crazy. We just uh both before. Right there. What were you gonna say, Louis? Thank you, sir. Uh no, just running into Corey Bergman the other day. It was crazy. Well, you were telling me you put that in a group chat. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so Corey Bergman is uh he's been following the podcast for a while and he always hooks up with me and says what's up every now and then. And uh I finally met him the other day and uh, yeah, it was, it was cool talking to him. Was it like finally put like a face to you know mm-hmm. to the guy because he has a he had a Samuel Jackson emoji. <laughs> uh, Samuel Samuel Jackson, not emoji, but a profile picture of yeah. uh, Samuel Jackson in Pulp Fiction. I was about to say, was it from Pulp Fiction or was it from Jackie Brown? Uh, Pulp Fiction. It was yeah. Pulp Fiction. Did he like hit you with the Hey Louie or? Yeah, yeah, dude. I was I was just there shopping, like, cause I needed some random. It was like a, you know sometimes when you go shopping, you need some some random shit. I was looking for like car fuses and I was looking car for like, fuses. like, yeah, I have a brush for my dogs. It was like a bunch of random <laughs> shit. So I'm just like walking. He's like, hey, Louie. And I was like, how was so I was like, Corey Bergman. I was like, oh, shit, yeah. what's up, man? Yeah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit man. Yeah, we just started talking. Damn, it was cool. cool. Yeah. What's up, Corey? <laughs> Funny part is, we had his cousin apparently like tattooing Louie on live. At one yeah, point. one of the episodes. Like, it was my cousin. Like, no fucking way, bro. It was, it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> It's cool. He definitely yeah. seems like a cool guy. Yeah, he was hell's dude. Ah, dude, anybody named Corey is cool as shit. <laughs> right? All the Corys that I know are badass. Yeah. So, Corys, this one's for you. Hey, All the Corys out cheers, in the world. Mr. Corey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cheers. Yeah, cheers, everybody. But we're back. Yeah, definitely back to the live. Uh, and back to shit, even the Spotify anchor and uh, iTunes podcast. Shout We're out. back on all the platforms, Twitch, YouTube. I guess shout outs to Anchor when Louie just posted there, like, you know, we made another 16, right? Yeah. Fuck it, I could buy another bottle again. <laughs> <laughs> Things are looking up, boys. People keep asking where the bottle's at. <laughs> bottle's gone. No, that was yeah, what right there, man. <laughs> but the bottle will return next season, so shake. Keep just, in touch. You just got to collect all the bottles. Just create like a centerpiece of it, you know? <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Actually, one of our memorable ones would be like when we had that Trust Me vodka. They remember we had all those types of bottles? Oh, no. I just Bruh. heard vodka. We had no, just Trust like... Me is actually really nice, dude. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. It's pretty good vodka. I was going to say, dude, like this vodka just reminds me of high school, man. I don't like it. Well, it's not like UV vodka okay. or anything like okay. that. You know, it's, it tastes a little bit better. Okay, it, went, cool. it goes down pretty smooth, bro. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So you gave me a bottle, right? What kind of bottle? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, here you go. It slides me like one of those $2 shooters. Uh, <laughs> it slides you a $1 with a bulge. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, yeah. look what I found. Corey Bergman is asking, when is next season? Next year? Like, honestly, we don't know, man. We're planning for a month uh, after that. We don't know. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna take a, a a quick couple of weeks off and uh, just uh, reorganize stuff around the studio. Uh, you know, uh, brainstorm a couple of more ideas and you know bring a uh, bring better quality content for the next season. 
Definitely. Because, you know, we always change it up right here because every time, like, when we have, like, artists that come back, they're like, oh, shit, I see you guys change it up a little bit. Or, like, they see the new toys and, like, hey, all right, bet. <laughs> Next time I come on, oh, you got that bottle now. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what's up? Is you, where's your match? No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that's also part of the upgrade. And we, we're still trying to get, uh, David's just gonna throw pop rocks at you, bro. <laughs> we kind of did earlier. Oh uh, yeah, uh, but, but uh, we're trying to get Bruce that Filipino assistant. So hopefully next season she comes. I, that's through. that's why I told Victor last night. You know, <laughs> like, we're finally moving on up. Do I get that Filipino assistant now? <laughs> Swear to God, the first time I started saying that shit, Vic just like, why is he? Why are you so specific on that? <laughs> <laughs> this day, to this day, I still plead the fifth. Just like, I just want somebody shorter than me, man. <laughs> you, you can use whatever imagining you is, that, but that answer between me and my gods. <laughs> as long as he gets what he wants. God damn it! I just imagine, I just imagine you shouting that, Max. Is, where's my Filipino? <laughs> Well, I had a buddy of mine that was a neighbor up north of Washington. He's like, I would like to own a midget, Bruce. Well, ever a had midget. Money. What? Like, he thought about it. He's like, I will pull out a, a, a contract. And then when I'm walking around, his job is to follow me like 25 feet away. I'm like, so what if you're busting what a nut? It's like, well, he's right there. <laughs> he's right there ready to catch it. He wants to hire a midget? Like, that would be one of the ideas, damn. like, he had. That was, what like, a he, he went all in the details. Message. I was like, damn. I was like, that, that, like damn. Yeah, you're my friend. This guy's starting to make sense right here, man. Imagine if we had a midget on stage. Like, imagine if, like, a yeah, like, He doesn't talk. That's one of the things that he, he said in the context. He, he does talk. not talk. <laughs> he's just, he's just right there. He wants a mini-me. I'd rather have, like, a mariachi band follow me around 20 feet away. <laughs> <laughs> what about a midget mariachi band? Okay. Now that, that would be now, sick. Yeah, 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 like that. That's a perfect music video. Okay. <laughs> I'm surprised Jackass hasn't done it. Midget Hachi? But I'm not going to lie. It kind of reminds me of a family guy when I think uh, Stewie follows a fat guy. With, like, oh, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just... <laughs> oh, man. I've always, I've always imagined myself like being a millionaire, right? You know, like imagine if like today I get the lottery ticket that says forty million dollars. The first thing I would buy, well, first thing I'd buy a house, you know. So you know, like I get a nice dub ass house and everything like that. But I would buy the shittiest car in the world possible. I'd buy like a nineteen ninety eight Honda Civic that had like the bumpers gone, like it's got a donut on the on the front left wheel and everything like that. But I would have a driver. I would have like a fucking like chauffeur driving around <laughs> the shittiest Civic in the world. He's probably walking up to you. He's like, all right, where's the car? This is the car. Like, you're shitting me, right? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, like when you're fucked up drunk, there's nobody who will get you home safer than somebody in a 98 Civic. It's like, listen, buddy, the AC works. That's all you need. (laughs) (laughs) There's not even a stereo. There's just an aux cable. Hey, I'm sorry. The stereo's gone. Power steering. (laughs) Nah, but you got AC. You got AC at least, hey. (laughs) Just make sure you're moving before you turn left. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I love, I love how we come back from the break where it's like we're all so focused, also like in key with each other. Now it's just, well, it's a shit show now, boys. Everybody, everybody, everybody strap in. 
Get ready for this random shit going on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is, yeah, this is... What'd you expect? Happened. This is season finale, bro. Yeah, and it's also kind of part of, like, progress, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we already asked you, I think, all we needed to ask you guys, aside from, like, you guys' tag, aside from, you know, Bandcamp, but that will come up next. Yeah, it's true. We David, just... what's our tag? Uh, arugula.ass. <laughs> arugula hey, so, so Instagram why? too? Arugula.ass. I, I did, okay. I, I did want to ask you about this. Would you be down for changing the Instagram from arugula.ass to arugula.band? The logo. Yeah. That's yeah. Fine. Just, the logo. Just because we're no longer an association, but like, I hate to be that stick in the mud, that bummer and a half. No, he doesn't. But. No, you're right. I don't mind. <laughs> I don't. I don't hate it. Like this guy. Yeah. But but I feel like it'll be a much better kind of thing when we go to like bigger venues when we approach more people. Oh, for sure. Yeah, That's they might. Cool. They might take us a little bit more serious if we say a real dog band. I love the joke and I, I love the joke ass, and but, 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 <laughs> but here's the thing. Like, right, a business card and like the type of style and animated for the band mm-hmm. is like when you know how when you play the arcade games and shit. Then you type in the name because you made like the yeah. place high score. That type. Yeah, but like, that's that, a visual. But see, that's the thing. Like you're entering that as first place, knowing that you're better than everybody else. Oh no, I would say put at third. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not but wrong. That, that would be the whole point of the comedy sticks mm-hmm. to it, you know. <laughs> but but like right now, we're like we're not in first or second or third place. We're mm-hmm. like in like forty second place right now. Yeah, and you guys already qualified. I don't even know where I'm at. Yeah, but mm-hmm. arugula dot band coming soon. But for now, arugula.ass on Instagram. I still love the dot ass. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, think on Facebook, I like yeah. the ass too, man. Hey, who don't what, like, what if who don't don't like a good ass? I was going to say, I, I like ass. <laughs> well, I, 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 well, I'll, I'll say it like this. So, like, my old, like, my current Instagram handle is Aaron Von Baron. But when I started working at, like, that guitar place, you know, he's, uh, say professional, I'm not saying that place. But um, when I started working at a at a guitar place where I was building guitars, and like they saw that I had a social media presence, and I was commenting on their Instagram, and people were interacting with me, they're like, "Hey, man! Like, I love the social media interaction, but your name can't be Dick Earthquake on Instagram." You know what I mean? <laughs> that was what it Did was. Did you before. ask them why not? Yeah, I asked them why not. They said it was unprofessional. I was like, "Dick Earthquake is a great fucking name." But granted, I was also 22 at the time. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you should make uh, the, the the new uh, the new irregular dot hole. Hey, <laughs> hell yeah! Well, I'm actually about that right there, dude. Because it's like going down like the like going going down that like YouTube hole, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm actually about. Oh, that. Oh, so hey, let me share this with you guys real quick. So arugula, I I uh, did some research. Wikipedia shows arugula. Um, Pretty cool. It's been used uh, back in like the earlier times, like the medieval um, ages. Yeah, it's been used apparently as like an aphrodisiac. So people have used it to like kind of get going and get a little hard on or something. As well hard. as like they called it the love rockets. That's why you know they considered it an aphrodisiac. Okay. So much so that like church monasteries would refuse to grow it on their properties because of that. Damn. And so it's like it's something that was so, like so uh, pungent that it kept 
you know conservative people from <laughs> wanting anything to yeah. do with it. Oh, See, if so, the church, if the church is going cool, to Google and they're like, it's an aphrodisiac, you could take that. Like, yeah. Oh, I like this church. And man. so I use that in our bio. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, arugula was once considered as an aphrodisiac in the pungent potency of our sound would surely arouse you. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I think I think arugula is still a good aphrodisiac, man. Because like, judging off for, off for our last show, we got some people going. <laughs> And that is one Hell of the best yeah. feelings in the world when you're playing a live show. <laughs> David was talking about this before, where if he takes off his glasses, he can't really. Um, I don't see shit. Yeah, he can't see. I'm it. blind he as can't... hell without my glasses, dude. Like you guys are all blurry. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but me, I'm perfect. I have 2020 vision. Yeah. And so as I'm on stage and everything like that, I uh, I see uh we're playing a couple of our songs and like I look over and I see people drooping. And I look over to David. I'm like, David, you see that? Like, they're, they're digging our stuff. And David's just like. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, I just see, like, you know, people. Like a mask. Yeah. Just, yeah. You, know. you like to take your glasses off while you're performing? Of course, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If anything, David is a showman. It's uh, It really allows me to um, be, like, in the presence and, like, to get in my own zone. I, I, I feel like when you're not focusing so much on the visuals where it's like me, like I'm constantly like keeping updated on like, like what's going on in the crowd, who's walking up. Mm-hmm. I look, I look at, I look at you guys. I'm, I'm very there's like, a drum, there's a guy doing this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. I, had, I honestly had no fucking clue that guy was even there. Oh like, no, dude. I, I saw him from a mile away. <laughs> but, but, but I feel like when you take your glasses off and you can't see very well, it allows you to key in to the music that much more and be like, yeah. all right, this is much more of an audio like sensory kind of thing. Well, and, like, I, it goes into like daredevil mode. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, much, it, yeah. It allows me to put on, like, I just let go. Honestly, it allows me to let go of myself on stage. And so I feel like I put on a better performance as well. Cause I'm not focused too much on the audience. Right. I can't, I can't, you know, I can, I can see familiar figures. So I know my homies are in the audience and the people who are up front, of course, I know they're there, but yeah. for the most part, like, I don't, I don't, you know, the audience is, uh, it's so cool, dude. Like when I'm on stage, I'm, it it's happened before where I'm on stage and the lights are playing down on you, and my eyes are closed, my hair is in front of my face. We're playing the music, and it's just literally it's just me, the band, and no one else is there. The, like the entire venue just disappears. It's yeah. just the us on stage, and it's just fucking it's insane, dude. It's a crazy feeling. It's like literally, literally the universe you melts away. It really you is. Know? Yeah. It's like everything just goes away, and it's just you in that zone playing the song. And then when you're finished, you come back, and it's like, whoa, there's so many people out there. You know, like, it's like, did they see this whole thing all of a sudden? Like, <laughs> yeah. we're just doing our thing. Yeah, yeah. So did not sense the molecules I put out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was, dude. You can you can feel it, right? You know, people they feed off of us, and then. Yeah. When I come to, it's like, oh, shit, you know, I can feel that back. As much as, like, I can't discern specifics, I can tell, you know, that people are enjoying themselves in the mm-hmm. audience, and I, f- I can tell their reaction. I feel like that's the biggest thing about our band, too, where it's, like, me, you, and Corey, we get along so well together, not just as band members, but as friends, where, yeah. like, there there have been times where, like, me and David and Corey, like, like, we know we should practice. We know that we have a show coming up, or we have to record, or something like that, but we're, like... You guys want to go to the batting cages or something like that? You guys want to just go, like, hang out or something? And we'll just go and just fuck off for, you know, like, an entire afternoon and be like... But as long as you do it as a band. 
Well, like that's, that's well, <laughs> well, that's the thing. First and foremost, we're not thinking about it as a band. We're thinking about it as three friends, three guys who yeah. all enjoy each other's company yeah. and stuff. And so I think that's what helps so much on stage, where all three of us are playing and feeding off of each other's emotions and energies. Where like the rest of the crowd sees that they 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 see that it's like oh the like they don't see David like by himself being a bassist and singing, and then me by myself playing guitar. They see all of us as a cohesive unit, and mm-hmm. like they. Like, I, I think one of the biggest things for me, you and Corey, is stage presence, where we smile, we giggle, we laugh at each other, we have fun on stage, and everybody else feels that as well, too. They could see that, like, we're a band that, like, enjoys doing what we do, yeah. that, like, first and foremost, we play to have fun, and we have fun by playing our music and everything like that. Yeah. And so we're just inviting the rest of the crowd where it's like, hey, come on along and have fun with us. Yeah. When we're able to be comfortable, it allows everyone else to just as comfortable yep. oh, you know? definitely oh yeah and, and aside from the gigs uh, do you guys uh have like a favorite spot that you all like to go to and just kind of kick back and you know do you guys own thing shit i don't know me and aaron go to tap that in oceanside that's right yeah there's tap that there, there, there's spot. a spot in oceanside called tap that i've been going there since it's I was right 20. in front of legacy right uh yeah exactly right yeah that's right legacy. yeah and so i've been going there for years i had my first since drink it there first when I opened up <laughs> yeah but um my big thing is i love doing karaoke like i'm a big old karaoke nerd and so i'll always invite david and Corey, be like come on through come do karaoke with me and i can see david where it's like oh yeah that sounds pretty fun i can see I've done Cor- it a couple times i'm not too into karaoke yeah. but no but that those are some of the funnest nights they've been fun yeah oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. and, and like and like those are one of those nights where we're not worried about where it's like oh well like david's not trying to like like you know work on his singing chops or he can work. actually see you know his... <laughs> <laughs> i know i do keep my glasses on for karaoke, karaoke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. but but like but that's the thing we we go out and try to have fun like that and like we were talking about that isle wild festival like we showed up there on a friday afternoon friday late evening and we didn't play until sunday so for that entire day and a half we were just kind of walking around being like Let's go check out this restaurant. Let's go check out this band. We checked out like almost every venue, like yeah. the, every little pop up band that they had, mm-hmm. which was cool because we saw that alley band, that alley punk band, and we saw like the solo artists in the brewery, and we saw, you know, fucking people playing on bigger stages and the smallest stages, and freaking, it was such a cool event. Man. Oh, yeah. First and foremost, for me, when it comes to being in a band with somebody, I have to be friends with them. I have to be able. The, the, the best way I can say it is like a comfortable silence where me and David could sit in the room for half an hour and none of us, like neither of us says a word for half an hour, but we're just comfortable with each other. If I was, no, off- no offense to you or to you or anything like that, but if me and you were in a sit- sitting in a room for half an hour not saying a word, I would feel awkward as fuck, you know, being like, what is Victor thinking right now? He doesn't hate me or something, you know what I mean? But it's like, I know that, like, you know what I mean? But it's like that that's like the first and foremost thing. And if I can have that with somebody and it's like like they're already like fast friends with me right there. Being in a band with them, even better, because that means we have that shared compassion right there for making music and still being able to like be independent from each other from like constant like Hey David, what do you think about like I, I don't feel like I have to constantly bug you for a conversation, you know what I mean? No, not at all. No. It just becomes like tele telepathic almost. Oh, well, it's just all about understanding, man. You know, because uh, we all have our own lives that we live, and it's common for people to express how being in a band is a lot like being in a relationship. Um, yeah. So, you know, the fact that we're friends and that we're 
that comfortable with each other just makes our relationship with the band that much better you know there there have been times where like Corey and david and me are like sitting in the same room and Corey and david they have they are like deep in a conversation but i'm literally just sitting there like by myself just literally reading a book or something like that just chilling but as soon as i feel comfortable like chiming in a conversation i set the book aside and join them yeah and like they don't think like oh no not aaron's... intruding at all yeah, yeah yeah or they don't think like oh finally aaron's deciding to talk and you know like sit down with us he usually like... comes in at the perfect moment yeah. bringing the most precise information that's needed like just spot on like oh choice like that's exactly yeah. what we were talking about oh, yeah. and so like <laughs> okay. and so that i feel like that's what helps us out as a band immensely because we have that interpersonal relationship and it speaks to our music as well too yeah oh yeah definitely especially when you guys are on stage you guys have to be in sync with each other uh, yeah it takes Dude. more than just playing instruments and practicing every yeah. now and then oh it 100%. takes more it's a bigger than ourselves you know i mm -hmm. couldn't do i couldn't play my music or my songs without these guys like I, I couldn't. And the fact that they are able to express themselves the way that they do, and gives that that piece of music to my songs, makes it even better, you know, because it's better than I had originally thought it. Oh yeah. And in that sense, I it would never be that way without him or Corey. You know, Corey's brought so much to the table, apart from all that, you know. No hell yeah, dude. Well, I can't. I can't wait to get to see you guys on stage again. I, I know you said you guys were just at Poorhouse, but uh, yeah. let them know what's what's that next venue again. That's Kensington right, Kensington Club. That's Kensington right, Kensington Club, San Diego. I'll... We're gonna be opening up first band yep. nine o'clock. Okay. It'll be a show with us, Arugula, at nine p.m. Followed by the Quicksands, and then heading out the night with the Amphibians. That's, That's right. Good. That's five, a good opening time. Five dollar oh, cover. Yeah. Five dollar yeah. cover. Oh yeah. yeah. So 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 uh, what you call it? So don't show up thinking like. Arugula told me to show up at nine. It's good. No, it's gonna be five dollars. Said, yeah, $5 yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, five dollars. I thought you said fifteen earlier. No. Never mind. Yeah, no way. No, yeah, I was about to say fifteen dollars for a show in San Diego. Trying to hustle nah. people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please, please come to our show. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> five dollars. Yeah. We're opening at nine, so be there like eight thirty. That'd be cool. Cool. Oh eight, yeah. Eight o'clock. Eight thirty. And dude, Kensington is a great place too. It'll be fun, dude. Looking mm -hmm. forward to it. Got some good shit. Oh yeah, feel it, feel right. it. And then, and then after that show, uh, hopefully more shows follow that, man. I know, uh, I know. We were we're open for booking. Oh, oh yeah, the hustle never stops, right? Oh no, dude, not at all. I was just over at uh, I was just over at another bar the other night. Over at um, what was it? One more. That's it. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good, good old OMTI. Yeah, oh, oh, one more. That's it. And, and like I remember just sitting there scoping up the bar, being like. I love this place, but we can't play music here. That, that that's my first thought whenever I enter a bar. It's right. like, can I play yeah. a show here? <laughs> and if I can, go straight to the bartender. Who do I ask? To, who would I ask about a show here? Yeah, hmm. yeah. But yeah. it is a great place, dude. I, oh, I, I, I like going there. Oh yeah, dude. It's a staple. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lou, did you get any more comments out there in the uh, internet world? Uh, I guess not for the, the after break. I mean, oh, well. the few, I mean, the few times. Well, actually, Corey, there, right? Corey just commented. That was it, huh? Well, okay, fuck. Cool, cool. Oh, thanks again, another, Corey. You yeah. guys need another beer? I'm good on this one right here. Thank you, man. I'm yeah, thank you, right Corey. Right. Please, if you want to shoot Louis more, more of those memes, I like them. Welcome. <laughs> I like them. I like my last meme. <laughs> <laughs> the one with the salty nuts. Hey, hey Louis, can you, can you hey, pull that one up? My dude? man's got a question over here. Oh, what'd you Big wait, smoke, yeah, dog. smoke dog. Yo, are you? 
honestly at this point for live performances i'd say we're pretty much set on like our three piece but for recording i would love to have people come in and sit in and like add to songs and everything like that i think we would be open for mm -hmm. tryouts just to see how it goes oh yeah because because like we were saying earlier back in the day we were trying to be the the association where other people could sit in and join us at their own just you know their own pleasure and everything like that but at this point we've been going so hard as a three-piece that i don't want to rock the boat but i would love anybody if they could come in and like help us with any recordings we might have in the future yeah we're not uh opposed no, especially with the recording, dude. Like, like I, I could already hear it in my head, almost like a symphony. Oh, know? dude, yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that's my view right there. Do what I can in the studio that I can't do on stage. Uh, shout out to uh, Bruce's mixed nuts. Oh, Bruce's there you go. Mixed Bruce's. nuts right there. Yeah, today's show <laughs> was brought to you by Bruce's Brucey boy. Nuts. <laughs> Lightly salted. <laughs> Eat him by the handful. <laughs> homegrown <laughs> oh man yeah, excellent well victor brucey thanks again guys for having us on here this was a fucking kick-ass time i'm glad you yeah guys... do, you, do you guys like the podcast oh dude it was a great time being here yeah was... I, I hope we can definitely come back on once you guys get get started with the boat again and everything like that yeah, yeah have us man. back with our drummer dude <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah ho here. hopefully the next time we show up on here we got we gotta, we gotta have Corey here. Corey. Yeah, we gotta have it. We gotta have Corey here, and we gotta have our final <laughs> album right there. Just, just like our final right album. there. Yeah, yeah. We'll be, we'll be better next time. You know, <laughs> no, you, got, you guys were great you tonight, guys, man. Just, <laughs> for real, thanks for stopping by. Fucking hey, I mean, I told you guys, like, you guys can do whatever you want on the show. You can cuss, drink, smoke. That's yeah, just sad. Yeah, that's what the kick it's about, dude. We're we're out here kicking. Man, we're kicking it right now, dude. You guys, can't tell right now, but I am not wearing shoes. You guys, remember, <laughs> you guys I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> you guys remember Harold and Kumar? Yeah, Harold and Kumar when they meet that guy that helps them tow the car. Yeah, they go like to the forest and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah he gets wild real quick. And then his wife is super. And then she yeah. just straight says it out like, oh, oh shit. All right, rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> like, they, they've been in this situation before? <laughs> yeah, the worst part for us, that, that person for us right now is Smoke Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Smoke Dog out here in the house. Remember Brandy from Joe Dirt, though? Joe Dirt. Brandy. Yeah. I heard Brandy. Yeah. Right. I, was, uh, I was going to say one, but I heard it was shit. <laughs> All right, excellent, guys. Jeez. All right, well, oh, yeah. uh, you got any more comments, Lou? You said no? No. Nah. All right, you guys have any, uh, any last thoughts? Any last Oh, man. Uh, no. Shout out to the Kick It Podcast, man. Three seasons strong. Can't wait for the fourth, baby. You already know Smoke Dog, main event. That's what I'm talking about right there. Yeah, yeah. Smoke Dog coming through. But uh, if if anything, on our end, all I got to say is, uh, you know, follow us at arugula.as. Rugula dot ass. I still love it. Probably gonna change because Aaron wanted to. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Changing it straight <laughs> to the hole, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, figure us out. Uh, well, why don't you us. put a why don't you put a rugula dot asshole, but with just one s and a and a shoal. Rugula dot a shoal. Sure. <laughs> but please, if you guys can make it out, come out to Kensington Club on the third this Friday. This we go Friday, on at 9, PM. nine p.m. It is going to be a great fucking show. It's five bucks. It's only five bucks, man. Price like, of I'll, a drink. 
honestly it's less than a drink like unless you get like a what like a pbr tall can that's the same price as a as a five dollar entry right there yeah yeah but other than that if you guys can make it out great if not definitely let's do it if you if not listen to us on Bandcamp, please get the get that ep in your head right there you guys will love it it's free it's free very free and uh yeah that's it cheers fellas yeah cheers boys well thank you to everybody that tuned in this whole season everybody that supports us to these boys aaron david thank you guys so much for coming through big bruce we got another season down man that's a trip right what do you guys think about that thank you what do i think about it I think about that one time I had 40s in my jacket and I'm, I'm at the bar and I thought we we're going to be there for five minutes and the homie passed me a pool stick table. So I wasn't trying to have like playing pool on the table with my 40 showing out and the security's like right there close by. Holy fuck. So that, was a, that was a great situation for 15 minutes. You think about the most <laughs> fucked up things. <laughs> That's Bruce, yo. That's Bruce, yo. <laughs> nah, but total great season, dude. I think we had a great amount of guests like, uh, for everybody who, who came through this this whole entire season, thank you so much. For real, uh, we will be uh, still showing some of those clips while we're off the air for a little bit. Uh, but yeah, we're coming back in a couple of weeks, coming back strong, and we hope you like the improvements that we are planning on doing. I feel like it was a quick but long season, bro. Oh yeah, yeah, especially when we kept going like last one back to it started, back. Yeah, episodes. it started a little slow. Mm-hmm. It, it started it, it started slow, and then it, it just. It just picked up, escalated. I'm like, all right, bet. Then Louis Lokes told me like who we have booked, and as it as it went all along, I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, it was a, it was a nice cast of diverse people, man. Was, I'm not I'm not dope. gonna lie, yeah, yeah. Like there was a lot of good turnouts for this one. Oh yeah, yeah. I like what you guys are doing, man. Yeah, dude, keep, keep it, it up. Keep, can't wait to come back. Super again. cool. Yeah, okay, can't sure. wait to have you guys back again, dude. Oh, I can't yeah. wait for more pop rocks. A and A. Let me get some of those, bro. There's still some, bro. It's a full baggie. Oh shit! All right. Well, I guess without further ado, we're out of here. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed today's Cheers. episode uh, yeah. here at the Cake It Podcast. Uh, Bruce, God damn it. Uh, shout out to Dripper Bono. Fucking when you see the ocean side zippers cap, you already know. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Full Metal. Hey, yeah, that burger hits the spot every time. And you can hear Louie with the pop rock. (laughs) 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 I just have my my tongue out right now. You can totally hear it, dude. uh, Shout out to all the homies that made it through this season. Shout out to Main Event for posting up on the side like always. Shout out to you guys, Arugula, bro. Like, Cheers. Good shit, bro. Good shit, bro. Hey, shout out to the Kick It Podcast. Can't wait for the next season. Oh, right, right. Fuck, I don't know what's going to happen next season, but... Hey, but we'll be back, eh? We'll be there. That'd be fucking true. (laughs) We'll see you there. Excellent. Hopefully we don't reschedule like three times. Oh, we will. (laughs) will. will. Hey, (laughs) nah, it's all good. (laughs) No promises, huh? (laughs) We'll handle it. We'll deal with it when we get to that. Yeah, Yeah. sure. Without that, that being said... Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in with us here at the season finale here at the Kick It Podcast. Shout out to Rugla. Check him out real quick. You already know. Bandcamp, right? Bandcamp. Hey. Shout out to Full Metal. Shout out to Duperbano. Shout out to all the homies and the homegirls that pulled through this season. Shout out to Smoke right there at the main event. Yo. Shout out to the fam. Shout out to all the homies that watch, that like, subscribe to this. Like, hey, bro, even if you check it out for five minutes, fuck, I still appreciate you, bro. Keep on the lookout. We might get into different shit. Keep on the lookout if we do a different show. We're going to 
do major. We, we always change it up. We always fucking change it up. We always change it up. Hey, know? don't spoil it, Holmes. All right. This is season finale, bro. I got to go all out this bitch. Goddamn right I will. With that being said, the lace gentlemen, thank you for right here tuning in with us. We'll catch you next time, probably in a month or two. I don't fucking know. Other than that, though, thank you for sipping up with us. Thank you for toking up with us. Thank you for kicking it. Get ready for the next episode. That's what I'm talking about. Hey.